You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. There's a lot going on out there, and our man has to pay off a bet. I don't know if he's paid off the bet or if we're waiting to pay off the bet because we're remaining optimistic. Technically, he hasn't lost the bet this yet. This is true. This is very true, and we need to know answers on this. Mm. Bill Orem is the columnist at the Oregonian, good friend of the program, and you can follow him on Twitter, at Bill Orem. Uh, Bill, we had you on weeks ago to talk about the WNBA because you had an article that said you're going to eat your shirt if Portland doesn't get a WNBA team. Uh, first off, if you did have to eat a shirt, what kind of shirt would you eat? And what just what's the latest on that storyline? Because I think a lot of us were surprised as you were to see it kind of the rug get pulled out at the 11th hour, if you will. So what kind of shirt would you eat and where are we at on that story? I mean, I have questions, too. First of all, do you, do you say program like Dan Lanning now? Is that just yeah. something you've started, you've, is, you've taken on? Yeah, okay. it's the thing. We well, the identity. You take on the identity of your head coach. You do. This okay. is what we do, okay? The head coach is a college football bill. They, they all run programs, okay? We don't do programs. It's programs, yeah. and we've, we've adapted to that culture. I mean, I'd like to just keep talking about that and steer clear of the other thing. Uh, so uh, if I had to eat a shirt, I would eat an edible shirt, like ah. a, the shirt that was a cake made to look like a shirt. Now unfortunately, unfortunately, what I wrote uh, originally was that um, what I volunteered to do was, in the event of this falling through, was eat a vintage Natalie Williams Portland Power jersey that I happen to own. Um, and... I, I'll be honest, like I have every intention of following through on that on that bet pledge, whatever. But it's been busy out here. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Man. I know. Like, I haven't I haven't really been able to figure out exactly the best way to um to pay up and I so I'm open to suggestions here. Uh I also, despite this being my own idea, feel very bad about the idea of cutting up or dis disfiguring my vintage Natalie Williams Portland Power jersey. <laughs> like I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out if there's a way around destroying my vintage Natalie Williams Portland Power jersey while still satisfying the, the conditions of my pledge. So uh, I am definitely open here. That said, you know, I think there is more reporting to be done on this issue at, at the risk of sounding like somebody avoiding the consequences for my actions. <laughs> um, because, you know, the one thing I was told last week, sort of when I was in the heat of reporting this and, you know, Kirk Brown falling, uh, pulling out of, 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 the, of the bid, and he was obviously the money, there were a lot of people saying, hey, this is not dead yet. Um, you know, we are trying to find, and these are people from different agencies, organizations, you know, different kind of power players in this situation saying we are trying to find, um, you know, uh, other millionaires to come together. And so then you say, okay, well, who's sitting around in Portland with, you know, at minimum, you know, the $50 million uh, expansion fee just burning a hole in their pocket. And if so, would they like to pay my Disney plus subscription this month? Um, but 
you know, they were trying to put together a, a, a group that would come in and salvage this. And, um, you know, that was about a week ago. The fact that we haven't heard uh, of a group like that materializing is not a great sign. Um, and it's not clear how quickly they would need to come together to salvage it in time for 2025, which was the timeline that they were, they were working on. But I mean, ultimately a, just a total, um, debacle on the WNBA front because, you know, this was as done as it gets, right? There was an understanding that this was happening. Kirk Brown was going to own the team. You know, the WNBA was awarding it to Portland. As I, as I wrote, you know, there was a press conference scheduled to roll out this team to make the announcement on October 26th. And it was mere days before that, you know, less than a week before that, that Kirk Brown pulled out. And so if, you know, if, if I, if, first of all, we could debate the merits of whether I was even actually wrong, but, right. um, mm-hmm. uh, but, but for, from the, the standpoint of the city of Portland, um, you know, this is as close as it gets, and, and I don't know where they go here from here, but I also am concerned, even if the money were to reemerge, has the relationship been damaged between Kathy Engelbert and some of the principals here because uh, of the fact that this has, has fallen through? And, you know, Kathy Engelbert went out of her way to say that this was, you know, in her letter to Ron Wyden, that this was um, the fault of the Blazers, essentially, that it was the Blazers' um, – renovation plans for Moda Center that, that, you know, were leading the WNBA to defer their plans. And that has not been a sticking point in this. The Blazers had gone out of their way to um, be accommodating. The Blazers had said uh, that they would delay renovations to Moda Center by a full year so that the WNBA team could play there uninterrupted in 2025 and 2026, be displaced in 2027, but back in Moda in 2028. And, you know, I think there was a little bit of negotiation there, but that was a concession the Blazers had already made. So Kathy Engelbert's um, uh, assertion that it was because of Moda Center renovations that Portland wasn't getting a WNBA team in this moment, uh, frankly, is a red herring. I, I want to get to your Timbers article, but but Bill, you, you, you kind of got my gears turning a little bit here on the situation. I I don't know if it's because the relationship has been damaged via Larry Miller in a New York Post article, but it, it kind of seems like an easy slam dunk, no-brainer layup for Phil Knight to kind of jump in here. He wants to own an NBA team. Like, I'd imagine a guy could just pull the money out of his pocket right now if he <laughs> wanted to and say, it's mine. Uh, I don't know how that would work with the Allen Estate, given, again, that article that happened in the New York Post. But for a company that's been very progressive in the way that they've marketed and advertised women at you know women sports and athletes and whatnot sabrina shu just came out i'm a little surprised we have heard zero chatter on phil knight as the guy to kind of maybe step in here to save the idea of you not eating a jersey or shirt and having a WNBA team back in portland so i don't know this but because phil knight has been so active in trying to uh buy the blazers from jody allen and that there has been such a um, uh, you know, there has just been so much back and forth, well, not even back and forth there. I think publicly a lot of back and forth, the Wall Street Journal report from earlier this year, mm-hmm. uh, which established that Phil had kept his you know, Blazers ambitions going for many months after the initial reporting and had, you know, made overtures to, um, to Jody via Burt Cold and, you know, on and on and on. I don't think, I think if Phil was to say, I want to buy the WNBA team, it would say, he would be saying, I'll buy the WNBA team. I'll bring this WNBA team here, but now give me the Blazers too. Like I want the empire 
as opposed to I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy the, you know, bring the, the team that is going to work around your schedule that is going to be the, the, you know, the subordinate to your team. I'm not going to be a, a Jody Allen tenant. I don't think that's the dynamic that, and I, I, it may not be as petty as I'm making it sound, by the way, I don't mean to make it sound petty just that, you know, from Phil Knight's standpoint, if you want me to be in the business of owning basketball teams, that's great. I want, I will own both of them and I will be that person. So that, that would be my read on why Phil Knight hasn't become involved yet. Um, I don't know if that is the end of that story, but that is sort of how that dynamic makes sense in my mind. Okay. That makes sense. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bill Orham is our guest, columnist of the Oregonian. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Bill Orham. So we're not the biggest soccer guys in the world, Bill, but we try and follow and keep up. I know the Timbers had a disappointing season this year. They hire a new manager, and I'm seeing just on, on the social medias, the text line when listeners reach out, it's like a split criticism where some people are very against this because of tweets that came out a long time ago, and some people are against this simply because they don't think this guy knows how to coach soccer. Bill, I had somebody tell me he's the Josh <laughs> McDaniels of soccer, and I went, well, that's not encouraging. And that's an hear. analogy that the, you know us two idiots can understand because he's a bad football coach. <laughs> yeah. um, what, is, what is your read on this, and how did the press conference go yesterday? You know, I, I have a lot of conflicting feelings on this because I think there's a ton of nuance. And I wrote about it, and I tried to capture it in my column this morning. But, really enjoyed it, by the uh, way. Thank you. I, I think that there's two things at play here. I think there's the question of whether Josh Neville, or Josh Neville, Phil Neville, you got me, you got me, Josh Phil, Josh Neville, whether whether Phil Neville um, should – should be disqualified from coaching because of tweets he sent 12 years ago that were um, dumb tweets that, you know, I think any of us would be embarrassed to have in our, uh, in our history, um, you know, about women. And, and, and then the question of, okay, well, if, if, if it's not disqualifying, is it still a good idea to hire him here given everything that's gone on with the thorns and timbers in the last few years? And, and I kind of have a split decision on that where I think that Phil Neville, you know, has, has shown um, significant remorse. He's apologized convincingly and comprehensively. He went and coached women for a few years. That was controversial in England, but certainly if you were, you know, running from your, you know, past in those tweets, you know, coaching women probably isn't the way you do it. You know, he has, I thought he was very, very impressive in his press conference yesterday. I, I found him to be 
incredibly sincere. Like I did like him. And, but that doesn't change the fact that I think that hiring somebody with a, with a history of the, of tweets of, of that nature should just be a non-starter in Portland for Merritt Paulson, considering what fans have been through here, where, you know, not only have you had the, um, you know, the, the, the Paul Riley scandal and the Yates report and the just deep, deep scars of what Mona Shem and Sinead Farley, uh, Sinead Farley went through when they were here. But um, you had the Andy Polo situation where, you know, a, a Timbers player is accused of domestic violence, arrested for domestic violence, and then the Timbers don't suspend or release him until that actually comes out in the news media. So you know, there's, I think that there has been a lack of trust involving Merritt Paulson and matters of, you know, frankly, protecting women. And, and so he's selling the thorns and, you know, he has replaced a lot of the executives at the Timbers with women. And you can point to those as meaningful change. But then when you have your first, you know, your biggest sort of, you know, uh, visible hire, your on, on field hire in terms of replacing a longtime manager in Gio Savarese, you, you, the person you find has a history of sexist tweets. I think that sends the wrong message. And I don't think it does anything to help rebuild that trust between fans and, and the organization. And so while I think that Phil Neville um, deserves a modicum of grace here and does not deserve to be, for lack of a better term, canceled over those tweets, I think that somebody still should have, there should have been a grown up in the room who said, um, it's a bad idea here. It's not a good fit here. Hmm. Yeah, I think your line, everyone who deserves a second chance is not entitled to a second chance everywhere. I thought that was really well put. I, I'm kind of one of those. Like, I don't like to see the comments, but, like, I also said and did a lot of dumb things at a younger age. Not in totally. my 30s, but I did a lot of dumb things that I'm grateful social media wasn't around for. I'm also very forgiving and believe that people can absolutely change. Every seven years, our entire cells in our body are changing, so we're an entirely different person. So Look at that. Science, I, bitch. Yeah, science. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I was more concerned the fact that Inter-Miami sucked so bad and he was the coach. Like, can we go find the young Sparky of it all? I, I I don't know how that whole thing's going to shake out. It really feels like a fan base that truly hates the owner, and the owner went from like being the darling of the Portland market in terms of running an organization to now like public enemy number one in the span of a couple years, in large part because of what you talked about there. And I don't know, like the Timbers Army sends out these messages, but then they're at games doing chants, and I I know they love soccer, but like, don't you send a bigger message when there's nobody there? Yeah, I mean, that's a whole different issue because, like, I mean, you know, at the peak of the Thorns scandal, right, you know, the the, the Riveters, the you know, the, the Thorns, um, uh, you know, supporters group, you know, was also still uh, hugely there and in support. And if you go back to the, um, the semifinal win in 2022, uh, they were all there in the, you know, in the end zone with huge, you were not huge, but like those like small real estate for sale signs that you buy at the hardware store. So there were thousands of people holding up for sale signs. And so I think that, you know, the approach of the, the supporters groups has been, you know, we, we support the players, we show up and we support the players and give them our support. But, you know, we also use our, our voice and our platform to um, uh, criticize or, um, you know, use our voice against, against ownership um, that said, I mean, I think there is a fair question to be asked about, you know, when you see a statement like that, what portion of the fan base does that actually represent? You right. know, what portion of the fan base is angry about Phil Neville? There's there's probably, you know, a, a certain percentage that is angry. And then from there, you know, annoyed, apathetic. And then people who think, hey, this guy 
played for Sir Alex Ferguson. Like, this is great. <laughs> um, so, you know, there is a spectrum. And, and you know, the statement from, uh, from the, the, the Timbers Army this week doesn't necessarily reflect, or last week doesn't necessarily reflect every single Timbers fan, fan's point of view. And I do try to remember that. That said, that is the, the visible arm of the fan base. That is the organized, you know, arm of the fan base. And that is a powerful statement. Um, and so the fact that they, you know, opposed the Phil Neville hiring, um, you know, I think that that does show that the Timbers and Phil Neville have, Phil Josh Neville, have, have work to do. <laughs> Phil Josh Neville. You're going to call him it. Josh to his face This is going to be it, Damn yeah. It. At a press conference. We're gonna, he's going to slip it into an article. <laughs> We're going to be reading it like, hey, look at that. We won over Bill Orm. He's calling him Josh <laughs> Neville now. Bill Orm, give him a follow on Twitter, at Bill Orm. He's a columnist for the Oregonian, and uh, his latest piece out on the Timbers and everything that went down yesterday, you can find at OregonLive.com. If you decide to actually uh, eat the shirt and go through with it, you're welcome to come in studio and do it live on our YouTube feed if you would like, Bill. I I think we can hold off because you're not technically wrong yet. Uh, but thanks as always for joining the program and let's talk again soon. Okay. Hey, thanks for letting me come on and talk about these things, guys. I really appreciate it. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 